0: Hi, everybody. I am the Common Sense American. And first of all, uh, let me apologize for not recording a podcast last week. I'm usually pretty good about it. I tend not to miss weeks. I only do one. Uh, But I didn't do one last week. Um, I, I just, frankly, I couldn't think of much to talk about, or I couldn't think of anything to talk about that I hadn't recently spoken about, recently addressed, and other topics just were not appealing to me. And when that happens, I've tried to, uh, produce shows during that period of time, uh, when I'm just feeling that there's nothing I want to talk about. And the result is usually not good. Um, and I, I just think it, I don't think it's good for the listener. I don't, I don't think it's good for the, for the show's reputation. I, I just, you know, I understand consistency is key, but I just couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Um, and sometimes I think it's better to take that week off. And I'm actually surprised that a few people even noticed. They they did. Some people said, you know, why didn't you do the show this week? And um, it, it surprises me. I think just because I don't I don't get a lot of listens. I don't I don't I don't have a big listenership. But it was, it's always nice to hear that people are saying, oh, wh- wh- how come you weren't around this week? Um, and I think some of that stems from the fact that uh, where I live uh, is just a leftist dominated crap hole. And um, speaking as I do is at this point, it almost feels like it's illegal where I am, Um, even though I never intend to offend anybody. But obviously, there are certain viewpoints that are simply uh, not only being uh, oppressed and suppressed today, but are being roundly dismissed as ignorant, or uh, even worse, that they're threatening. Uh, that somehow what I'm saying is threatening, that I'm, I'm dangerous, when in fact I know for a fact that what I'm railing against is the danger. Uh, and one of those things that I uh, consistently rail against, and I have, I, one of the first podcasts I ever did was, was against socialism. Um, I, I consider it an anti-human ideology. I consider it the exact opposite of what they claim it to be. Um, the, 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 the tragic irony. Of socialism, uh, I have always said, is that it, while it supposedly promotes the whole over the individual, in the end, the whole collapses at an astonishing rate because, in point of fact, it ignores the one thing that allows all society to flourish, and that is individualism. Uh, we have seen that that was the rise of capitalism, that was the rise of this country, and that is how this country Got to the point it did, uh, especially in the uh, middle part of the 20th century, when it was just widely regarded as the, as the greatest country on earth. And yes, I've said many times we have made strides that we've needed to uh, that we've needed to make in the past, and that everything wasn't all perfectly hunky-dory and that. I get it, but the situation was much, much much more productive driven and individual driven then and it was obvious to all and it was working and it does work we've proven that it works but it only works if the individual is is strong in society the sense of the individual and uh, i have always said that uh, capitalism only fails if the people fail the system socialism fails fundamentally because the system fails the people It's a fundamentally flawed and broken system because you cannot have a system that incentivizes the individual to do less, that incentivizes the person to turn to the person to their left and say, give me. That doesn't work. In no way does that work. Now, I'll get into that a little bit. But first things first, I think, um, especially people on our side, we we know why we don't want it. We know why we don't want socialism. We've seen the uh, disasters that occur when socialism is embraced around the, the world. I mean, from, from Venezuela to Greece to, to the even more extreme cases uh, where communism is, uh, was in effect the collapse of the Soviet Union and Cuba and, and the, the absolute mess that China has become because of communist rule. Um, and, and, I think people go, why the hell does anybody want this? You know, they take a look at that. Well, I'm going to explain, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to explain why we have so many people pushing for it right now. First and foremost is their confusion of the term. They really do believe that what they're pushing for is not what what brought down, for example, Venezuela. They believe that that's That's not what they want. They believe that's not what our Democrats want, that we want a different form of socialism, that it's just, quote, different. That's not what we're pushing for. Okay? they're going to make that claim right out of the gate. Now, they're not really going to tell you in what way it's different. You may notice they don't get into specifics on that matter because they really can't. The fundamental system they're pushing for is basically the same. There are no differences in the end, especially uh as a side note venezuela was uh, once a very rich country uh was up and coming and um uh has a lot of oil uh it's it was doing exceedingly well in, in south america one of the top countries uh, also a uh, prime tourism uh country as well and um within a decade of socialist uh rule taking over it it was starting it was collapsing and and it reached the point where as we now know it it, it just it fell apart and chaos reigned and poverty reigned. And that is the end result of socialism. But again, they will tell you that's not what they want. They'll say, Oh no, no, we want the socialism that works so well in, in European countries, certain European countries where they have uh, very high ratings of uh, happiness and um, economic solidarity and stability. And where, uh, you know, people in general are just thriving uh, better than us. And, uh, the first thing to, to, to remind them is that they are not socialist. Most of those countries will step forward very quickly. Their leaders will explain to them that they are not socialist. Look it up. There's an entire Wall Street Journal article about how places like Norway and Denmark, they, they're the first ones to say, I don't know why your leftists are saying that we are socialist. We are not. Venezuela is socialist. We are not socialist. We are we have a capitalist core and we happen to have a lot of state funded programs, which uh, certainly is a a a building block of socialism. so, for example, they have, uh, it's it's like, I think it's like mand- mandated four weeks or six weeks of vacation per person that's paid for, I think, by the state in certain countries. France is one of them. Um, they have, you know, all their medical expenses taken care of. And and they think, in, in this country, that we can do the same thing. And that's the, so- quote, socialism that they want. Thing is, again, they are not socialist. They just have those systems. Now... Why do those systems work there? I've got two words for you. One is homogeneous. The other one is condition. The first is that, I'm sorry, but this matters. A homogeneous society has benefits going for it. That where there is unity among the, just by default unity, among the populace because of its homogeneous nature. People around here can call it racist, xenophobic, all they want. The bottom line is that worked for centuries. Countries had this kind of people in it, and these, they did well on their own. They didn't have to take everybody from all around the world and somehow jam them into their culture so they can pretend they're politically correct and try and make things work that way. They had their own culture, they had their own systems, and it was working out just fine. People were happy, the system was working. I still don't see the problem with that. Homogeneous cultures have an advantage when you input socialistic Uh, systems because the people are already sort of going in one direction anyway. They're sort of galvanized in that way. They are working towards very common goals. They don't, there's not a huge discrepancy among the population as to, uh, you know, their goals and what they want. The second word, which is condition, I mean to be physical and mental condition. Ours might be the worst on the planet at this point in time. In fact, it probably is. Um, if you combine again both physical and mental, uh, we're in just shockingly bad condition. I said months ago that when the pandemic hit, uh, the one takeaway we should take, we should get from this, is has nothing to do with COVID. It has everything to do with the fact that this exposed our biggest weakness at this point, which is that any nasty virus or bug could wipe out a lot of us because we are in such horrible condition. You know the stats as well as I do, or at least you should, that the overwhelming majority of COVID deaths have underlying medical circumstances, and the majority of those are all obesity-related. Whether it's diabetes, whether it's high blood pressure, whether it's hypertension, those are all related to weight. On top of which, you've got just a mess, an absolute mess of, of mental health in this country stemming from Every last uh, sexual identity crisis on the planet that we are jamming down the throats of our children, God help us. Uh, but on top of which, uh, it's just endless amounts of depression, and anxiety, which is not getting any better and certainly is not being helped by the ongoing unrest. Uh, if you compare that, I know people want to say, well, look how you know, great America is. If you compare these things to other countries and, yes, to those European countries that I've been talking about, it really is no comparison. It's embarrassing. It's sad and it's frightening. Okay, you take a look at some of those. They're in very, very good condition. They don't eat the trash that we do. They're far less sedentary than us. They move more. They bicycle more. They walk more. They're just they're more active people. The more the way that we used to be. In the, around the middle of the 20th century, before we became sloths, before we embraced things like fast food and every single excuse to not move from the elevator to the remote control to the drive through window, we have invented um, as many ways as possible for us to do as little as possible. That goes right down to the damn smartphones. And this is why, okay, You want an, you want evidence of this. Again, take a look at the lockdown. What happened during that lockdown? Now in an individually driven society where people are are more filled with verve and enthusiasm and and just general optimism and confidence in themselves what would have happened say it happened in the 50s like I said before that this would never have been a thing and had it happened 60 70 80 years ago probably wouldn't have even noticed we were in much better condition the L, the uh we were much less um uh, we had a much less amount of elderly people in the country as well we we have an aging population we've had for decades that's another unfortunate uh, circumstance again that opens us up to a lot of viruses the older you are the more vulnerable you are Uh, that's one thing but also the fact that we just we had a backbone and we had conditioning and we had a little more uh, homogeneous nature we had common goals in mind and people were just going to go to work because it's what they believed in and if they were forced to stay home let me tell you something it would have been a far different thing than what happened with this lockdown. What happened when people come out of this lockdown? Oh, God, I gained 20, 25 pounds. Why? Because you had to stay home? There's no excuse. You couldn't go to the gym? So what? So what you did was you're saying, oh, well, I just sat and ate on the couch. That, that's completely unacceptable. There's no, there's no reason to do that. None. There's a million things you could come up with to do. On your own, at home, oh, yes, there is. And no one ever – it was never a situation where you couldn't go anywhere. I mean, places were closed early. Some places were closed down entirely. But it was never a situation where you couldn't leave the house. There was nothing stopping you from driving on out and taking a walk, even if it's just around, I don't know, a track. Nothing was stopping you from walking in the woods. Nothing was stopping you from going out and, I don't know, trying a garden or or trying yoga or or doing whatever. There was nothing really stopping you from doing any of these things. I understand that the stress of the situation and not being able to get out can make people very lax. It it saps your energy. It saps your motivation. And one of the big things I've always told people who want to get into health and nutrition and exercise is that uh, energy begets energy. This is something people don't get. They always have this backwards. They think that if they lie around all day, that's quote unquote relaxing, so they should be rested and fine, and they're surprised when they can't sleep at night. You shouldn't be surprised you didn't do anything. Your body's not tired, there is no fatigue. The only reason you feel tired is because your energy levels tanked during the day, because you didn't move. You want energy? You wanna feel like you have more energy and motivation? Move the hell around. You'll get it, it'll start to flow. The old adage, if you want something done, ask a busy person, is 100% true, because they're going to get it done. The one on the couch will not, even if they have all day, because they don't have the motivation, because they let their energy levels tank. Now, we allowed this to happen, and so many people allowed this to happen. They're just in a, a complete mess coming out of lockdown. That is indicative of a society that no longer believes in the power of the individual and the, the, the go, go, go of what made this country great. Where did it go? it has disappeared. And that is when socialism starts to creep in. I have said many times that socialism starts to become embraced when the people become incompetent, when the people become, when they start to fail, when they can't even scroll in a light bulb without help, when they're scared of everything, when they believe, start to believe that the government should be stepping into basically every aspect of the lives because it's easier. It's something they don't have to worry about. It's, it's the fear of responsibility. It's the fear of not having enough safety nets. All of these things have contributed to the death of the individual. And therefore, it contributes to the rise of the push for socialism. It's very easy to reach that point. You take away that uh, drive. You take away their drive and then you tell them, you didn't really need to work this hard. You don't really need to try so hard. You, we will give you this time off. We'll pay for it. We'll pay for your medical expenses. God forbid. You can't imagine what it would take. The reason why socialist, socialism in terms of uh, medical doesn't work here is because there's no way you could pay for this mess of a country that we are. We're in far too poor condition. We've got people chewing up millions at the doctors. Individuals who are so bad off. And only because of themselves. Now, I'm not talking about the people who, uh, you know, cancer and a million other things that, yes, it was not their fault. But there are a lot of things that are. In fact, the majority of all these problems that people are facing today are self-inflicted. And basically, you're now telling them, oh, you don't have to worry about that. You can live however you want to live. You can adopt any lifestyle you want, any twisted, lazy, dysfunctional lifestyle you want, and we will take care of you. And that is the lifestyles that we have been adopting over the past few decades. So, of course, they want socialism. It's them saying, oh, well, this is it. This is a way I can continue to be a fat, lazy pig. And I don't have to worry about it because everything will be paid for for me. I have said it many times. You want to see somebody start to try and get healthy and take responsibility for their own life? Take away their life insurance. Take away their health insurance. Take it all the way right now. See what happens. They're not going to go running to the doctor every two seconds because of a hangnail, are they? No, they're not. They're not going to be taking all this medication that they've been told they need to take. And I'm sorry, but 90% of it is completely unnecessary and is only putting you further down the rabbit hole, of medical nightmare. And if I could get you off it, I would. I would say, look, there are are options, there are alternatives. Now, I'm not saying that it's all unnecessary. What I'm saying is that you should be looking at it yourself and not taking every single thing that is said to you by a medical so-called professional, that everything that you do has to involve a prescription drug, and that this is the only option to get over whatever is ailing you. It is your responsibility as a person, as a human being, to take responsibility for your own life. You can read. We have access to the greatest information portal in in, in human history, and you don't even use it. Okay? Use it. Get on there. See what's happening to you. See what these are things. Could they they be fixed on your own? What what should you do to fix these things? So many strides you can take on your own outside of the doctor's office and the drugs. Trust me. And those should all be taken first. The goddamn doctor's office should be the last. The very last thing you do, your last-ditch effort, because everything you've tried just really hasn't worked. And I'm not saying, you know, if you sh- if you shatter your leg or something, you shouldn't go get it patched up. I'm saying you should. I'm saying you should also take responsibility for your own life and take an interest in how your body works and everything like that. And But they don't. Socialism is a way around that. They don't take responsibility for anything. They don't even have to they want to get to the point where they're guaranteed everything. they're guaranteed a job, they're, they're or at the very least they're guaranteed income. they're guaranteed safety nets of all kinds and all forms of insurances. When the individual starts to fail, when they start to question whether they can do it themselves or not, when society stops saying, "We need you to get out there and do these things, when that stops socialism comes in and when people accept that it's perfectly okay to take that which they never earned and that they believe that they are should be granted an entire existence simply by drawing breath i mean Sometimes it staggers the mind as to what people actually believe but this is the situation. This is why they want what they want. This is why it doesn't and why it won't work. You cannot continually to de incentivize uh, motivation. The individual needs to thrive. The individual needs to come out and say this is me. You can't stop me. I'm going to go do what I need to do today to better myself to better the people around me. You want to know the most altruistic thing on the planet that you can do is self be self sufficient and a hard worker, and produce something that society needs that they will pay for. That is the most altruistic thing you can do. That is going to help your neighbor more than anything on the planet. It's going to help them a lot more than wandering over there and handing them money. You will be setting an example. You will probably be providing a service. You will be showing uh, the entire society that you are working for it. And everyone will have to step up and deliver. The idea behind socialism is, well everybody has to do this. they have to pay these 60, 70 percent taxes and everything will be fine. Well, that's nice. It's the problem is the slippery slope. They're not going to be happy with that either people. They never are. And eventually the system starts to fail as it, as it did in Venezuela when you know bread becomes six dollars. And the top four people on the planet make zillions of dollars and everybody else is just poor. Socialism results in everyone living right at or just a scotch above the poverty line. And eventually, that's that's only the start. Eventually, that all just crumbles and they're all just poor and miserable. Because they can no longer function for themselves. They're told that they can't function for themselves. They're told that, oh, no, you shouldn't have to do this. You shouldn't have to strive. You shouldn't have to try. And we're going to protect you. There is no we. Socialism is all based around the fact that people are going to have to keep working in order to keep everybody else going. And when the the majority of people stop doing that because they're going to be looking at each other and going, wait a minute. Why should I be doing anything? I think I should be getting more. That's the thing. They don't, they're not satisfied with just this little bit. They were never going to be satisfied with the $1,200 payment. They were never going to be satisfied with $300 or $600 attached to their unemployment. They wanted more and they wanted it to last longer. Ask every single one of them. Oh, yeah, I want it. Yeah, why not? This is the problem. This is why it doesn't work. We have destroyed the individual in this country to the point where it needs assistance or it believes it needs assistance just to survive. And it's in every message we see and hear. It's in every single form of entertainment. It's it's embedded basically into every single op-ed that we ever see. Which is that no, we can't not everyone can, sur- can survive and strive and succeed on their own. No, that is not the message. The message is they need other people to survive and strive, they need other people to flourish. That's what this is, that's what this is all about. That's the drive towards socialism. Every single, the, all the major segments of society you got entertainment, the media, and education they're all sending the same message, which is no, there's no such thing as flourishing unless other people help you. That is not the message that this country is built on because it doesn't work. The message this country is built on is you need to get out there and get going just like everybody else and watch what the country does. You do the opposite and look how long it takes to collapse. It, it's it's shocking how fast it is. The slippery slope of, of giving somebody something for nothing. Uh, just, you know, look at the welfare system. If welfare worked, they wouldn't. we wouldn't have generations of families on welfare. I mean generations. They never get off it. Of all forms of assistance, look how many we have. Look how much we're handing out. Billions and billions and billions here. If it worked, if the idea was, oh, we're just going to help these people get through a rough patch and they'll go back to working. If that concept was true, this wouldn't be happening. We wouldn't have constantly spiraling uh, assistance programs going nuts. More and more people on them, more and more taking out, taking more and more money for longer periods of time. That's what socialism is. And they're going to continue to do the same thing if you keep giving them more. It doesn't work. You cannot de-incentivize the person striving for their own life and focusing on themselves and saying, yeah, this is is not selfishness. That is the most altruistic thing you can do, to go out there and be the best you can be because that contributes directly to society. That's what that does. To be the least you can be, to sit on your ass and stare on your phone and expect to get something for nothing, that is nothing. That that produces nothing. For you to just work at your 35 hour week job and expect, I don't know, 80 grand a year and six weeks off and full medical paid and all that, that does nothing for anybody besides put a tremendous strain on the entire system. And, oh, by the way, the people that I've seen working today, they don't do their jobs for crap. They're getting worse at that too. The slovenly nature of the entire populace. The fact that we've got people slumping around in pajamas and sweatpants and never changing and just looking like they rolled out of bed, not caring, not caring about their appearance, not caring about their property's appearance, not caring how they do with their job, not caring about the country, not caring about any religion, not caring about family, not caring about family values, not caring about anything. They don't care because they were told they never had to care. And then, well, okay, I don't have to care then. That's what we've got. And that's why we're pushing for it right now. And if we allow these slobs to take over, they're just going to implode on themselves and take the entire country with it. That's the direction we're heading. We need to re uh, reclaim what we lost, which is that great sense of the individual. And just what we really can do, no matter what's facing us, no matter what problems we've gotten ourselves into, whether it's debt, whether it's obesity, Whatever we did, we did to ourselves, we accept that, we tackle it, we move on, and we say, look, see what we did? The whole country can do the same thing. And that's what will stop this mess. But we've got to do that first. So anyway, that's uh, today's show. I'm sorry I rambled on a little long, but I wanted to give you a little bit extra uh, because last week, like I said, I didn't do it. Um, but again, I really want everybody to uh, take a close look at themselves and uh, people around them and realize just how much more uh, every individual could be doing. Uh, to better themselves and better everything around them and that has nothing to do with giving anybody anything Don't give anyone a goddamn thing They will earn it for themselves And let me tell you when they do Everything about them will change their attitude will change their, their how they present themselves to the world will change They will see things in a brighter light you give somebody something and, and they slump off and they just sort of go, All right, Thank you, and then they expect more the next day and they'll be back, but they'll never do anything and you really think they're going to do anything for you, this is how this is not, this is how it fails. This is how all socialist uh, structures fail. In the end, when you take that away from people, when you take away their spirit for living, you take away everything. And that's what they're trying to do. Don't let it happen, because it's not a pretty sight, we've seen. Um, Anyway, I'm going to finish now again. If you, please share this with uh, friends and family if you think they might like it. Uh, It's always free, I never do any ads. I'm only, uh, you know, I only do this once a week, like I said, not last week, but I'll keep it up. I, I swear I'll try and find something to talk about every week. And um, that that's it for me. And I will see you again uh, next week. Thank you.